You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to Diablo's Den, the Corona Chronicles, episode number five. I am your co-host, Jay Reason, and I'm here with the one and only Danny Diablo. Lord, he's What's up, B? So, yo, so usually we start off the show on very, like, high energy stuff, but yeah. you got you want to start this off with something uh, you had to yeah, say, right? I want, I want to say a uh, uh, special, I want to dedicate this whole show to Cook. One cook one from Jersey who passed away. Uh, he's a, a good guy, a good guy who used to go support all my music. He, he was a staple in the New Jersey hardcore scene. Um, he would go to every Scarhead show, every, every day in the Diablo show. Every time, my first uh, Diablo Wednesdays at Lucky 13, the graffiti stuff. He used to go, uh, he's him and Gutter and, and Tim MOD, they used to come down and just represent. And uh, he has three children, three kids who. He survived by it. and want to say uh, your father was a great person. He uh, was uh, working the the traumas, the trauma in the ER, and he worked saving people, like working with people with COVID. And basically, he had diabetes and got sick, and he died yesterday. That's horrible, man. It's fucking sad, man. Well, so, awful. Cook Warner, I love you. Rest in peace. You are a hero, and we all love you. That's so all. Shout I'm out saying. to Cook. Yeah, shout I, out to Cook so, Warner, bro. I love you. Espana. We just wanted to uh, to send out this whole episode his way because again, his somebody way. who supported uh, the, the podcast and everything we've done. So, uh, so we're gonna open up the regular show. Uh, e, the last week episode with Billy was so great, and we got so much oh, good Billy. feedback. Billy, Billy, Billy's making me laugh. He I was, love yeah. Shit with Billy. Yo, the story. Great guy. The story about Harley trying out for them was crazy because I didn't. I never had heard that. Had you heard that story before? No, but I said it would have been great. He should have, should have done it. <laughs> I got to make one correction on that. So after the thing, I had originally said the, the party at my house was like in 2002. Yeah. Um, Yvonne, shout out Yvonne, corrected me that it was actually oh, much. Of course, Yvonne. Yeah, he's, he's the guy who knows. He's it. analytical. Not analytical. analytical. <laughs> well, so, yo, it was actually happened in 19, <laughs> it happened in 1999. So way earlier than I thought. So it was pretty crazy that that, that party happened. So yeah. I, I just wanted to correct myself. So shout out Yvonne for, for doing that. Yvonne! So. So, E, what have you been doing this past week, man? I saw that you started a new thing. I want to plug it here a little bit. So you're doing a new thing where you're offering verses, right, for yeah, people. Well, listen, I, I, I just did I, Saturday, I just, uh, I just did a verse for these dudes called uh, Smoke Break from Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. So basically, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work here and there, but you know, construction, but I, I do music, so I do features. So awesome. it's cool because when, imagine when you're a little kid. Imagine if, if, if you were a little kid and you could be like, hey, 
Bruce Dickinson, can, can you sing on my record? Bro, you're, fuck I'm being here. a little kid. I I, the, I imagine getting you right now is cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying it's, it's like, like, I do, my, my thing is I do verses, I do hip-hop and hardcore. Yeah. So if you're a hardcore band and you want me to be on your album. This is oh, the time. Let, let, let the fucking, hey, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that shit. I'm not going to be these old niggas like that. But, but you mean? I'm not playing a bar mitzvah or wedding or something like that. <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying, well, if the money's right, maybe we will do it though. The money's oh, okay. right, yo. The money's right, yo. I've been already. I've, I've been flown out to Miami. All right, no, for sure. Let's say if you if you if you are a, a, a legit artist and you want and you don't know me anything and you don't know anyone and you want to get me on your record, uh, you can hit me up. Hit my 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 manager up. I'll, 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 I'll hit my manager up. Uh, the DRP. Donnie, and he will he'll work it out. That's and all we're going to have all the so info. If you want to do hardcore or metal uh, or hip or rap, I, I do it all. Even spoken word intro. Like if a band wants to have you spoken do the intro, intro for the... Let me do some like Phil Anselmo shit like, yes, I'm the killing Yeah, or like uh, kind of like like a do an intro to some shit. But you mean like, uh, but it can't be corny. Yeah, no, no, of course. Yeah, because I see some of these niggas do some corny shit, and I'm like, oh, man. And... And my my by the, sometimes like, like a tear comes in my eye. Sometimes I'm like, oh, is that gonna be me? Oh, I got you. Know, you got to do what you have to do. To pay right? No, no, no. We look. have kids, child support. My girl, my girl was over here. And she wants to find the things in life. I mean, well, I, I want listen, to find I'd things in life. I would like to think that anybody who's gonna come get a feature is worth of uh, yeah, has no, good I, taste I, and, my, and knows. My, my, I got a team that looks over. My, the team is a uh, storm and my manager. Yeah. <laughs> whack onto it. So I, I believe that what they say. So, so, so if, 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 if someone's dope up and coming, I'll, I'll do it. It's, it. Yo, listen, I'm not going to say the price is anything like that, but hit my manager. That's why I got a manager. Yeah. You want, you want me speaking business by anything. Yeah. Just, you just want to get the verse. <laughs> no, I think Put that's. Put me in front of the microphone. I do what I do. I think it's really cool that you're doing this, man. It's a really good idea. I think it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool, great man, opportunity. A of, there's a lot, of, a lot of young hardcore bands that they love my music and they're like doing albums. And they're like, yo, can we get you on? And I'm like, hell yeah. Well, and then it's even cooler if, if they're doing an upcoming, upcoming band and they got they have financial backing from a label and they can do a video. I'll do I'll do a special to do the video. So I did that. I did that with Coldside. Yeah, that's I, awesome. They flew me out to Coldside, flew me out to fucking Florida, put me in a hotel for the weekend. Played a show, then I did a video. So That's I got, awesome. You know, like it's like, and I brought my girl. So it's like, so me and my girl in Florida in a beach in a hotel right by the beach. It was beautiful. I had yep. a great time. You mean? That's cool. So yeah. So anybody yeah, that's out- called that's called being artist. Yep. Being treated like an artist. Anybody who's out there, so you Shout just heard to it Coastline, here. Rob and Coastline. You heard it here, man. So if you guys want to get Danny on your feature, uh, you'll see the information on your screen here, or drop a line to our show. Um, but yeah, so that's it's that's cool that you're doing that, man. I didn't I didn't know that you were. I knew you, we were talking about it, but that's awesome that it's open now to everybody. So I, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's like it's like it's crazy because I last week I got like three people to do it, and I and I did I picked the best one out of them. Yeah. So so it's cool, and also you never know when the, the band you do the up and coming band, all of a sudden they blow up, and be like, yo, when I first. First feature I did was Danny Diablo. Right. So, cool. That's but also, also, I want to just give a shout-out to Ken357 and a shout-out to Echo MPC, old-school graffiti guys awesome. that, you know, that I still keep in touch with. Uh, shout-out to Gutter Christ. Gutter Christ Productions. If you, if you, if you, if you, if Gutter's doing this new Crown Thorn shirt for me. Um, 
Oh, yeah, he did the Baby Yoda, right? The Baby Yoda? (laughs) Juggernaut. If you want Baby Yoda... Yo, the Juggernaut design is fucking hard, yo. If you want those right now, and we ship all over the world, go to Gunner Christ on Instagram, Gunner Christ Production on Instagram. Uh, Right now, you're looking at the... At where you can get it. Yeah, exactly. I'll put it right ah, up on, on screen. Like <laughs> I like that. So I want right. to give a shout out too, man, while we're doing that to my homeboy, right. Dollar Slice Bootlegs. Um, who's yeah. my, you know, our, he's my boy in the, in the resin uh, toy scene, man. And I've been, while we've been home, I've just been watching some crazy videos. So shout out to him and, and Junk Fed who are doing some crazy art shit, man. Um, yeah. I've been listening. Yo, there's a cool new, I've been, I feel like I've been talking about Connecticut a lot in the past couple episodes, but there's a lot That's of new, new bands, man. Uh, got this new demo the other day called uh from a band called hard feelings yo this shit is dope it's like uh reminds me like strife early 90s hardcore fast so i want everybody to go check those out um the kids are super cool kids they've been supporting the scene for a long time so it's cool to see a new band come from connecticut Uh, so yo i want to shout that out man because i think uh, we've been getting a lot of feedback from from people saying they like the stuff that you and i recommend what are you listening to this week anything yes i've been listening to uh something frost uh um, uh, <laughs> the 2006 uh, monotheism uh, uh, album record, but Trypticon, his new, his new, his new band. Oh, dope! Thing that, yeah, oh, it's hard as hard? fuck. It's like, yeah, I've been listening to it a lot lately. I've been watching the videos; are very uh, theatrical. Yeah, I gotta know? check that it's, out. It's fucking crazy, yo! Very Viking, Nordic, crazy, fucking crazy dudes. But the music's so fucking dope. I've been listening to Sonny Kane. I've been listening to the Crimson Twins with West Nile and A Sharp. Okay. They have a new video out called uh, Cobra Commander or some shit like that. But watch it. <laughs> Is that West based Nile on G.I. Joe? Up, there's the beats. West Nile, check his shit out. He's he's like my he's my son. He does like he does like <laughs> hip hop and hardcore. That's so, awesome. Yeah, you know, we got everyone in the New Jersey hardcore scene. He's a dope MC and dope and razor blade hand grenade is his, his uh band. So that's that's dope. But fucking it's called Crimson Twins. Check it out. But uh, that's it. It's Sonny Kane. That's you know awesome. Like, so that, but Trypticon, that's hard Celtic Frost. You mean Hellhammer, all that shit, B. That's awesome, man. Uh, all right. So, so yeah, look, we... shout out go to my man, Demon. Oh, that's yeah, a cool shirt. He brought me a shirt today. He's selling these online. So check it out. That's sick. Yeah. Th- give me the link and I'll make sure we plug that where it Definitely. needs, to, where it needs you, to go. So, yo, we got a cool show. Uh, we're going to get our first guest on tonight, who is a, a good friend of the show. Uh, oh, I know God. he's a listener. He's a producer. Uh, he's done some cool stuff. He played in Scarhead for a little while, so we're gonna have to definitely ask him about any stories with oh, that. Yeah, he, he, he played Scarhead, but he toured with Scarhead. He toured with Scarhead. Sorry, yeah, so we'll have story. to. He toured with me, Dan Diablo. Uh, he'll tell you. He'll tell you the truth. And we're back with our first guest of the night. I want to welcome one of our good friends, friend of the podcast, and a good yeah. friend of ours for years. So welcome, DJ Stress. What's up, guys? Hey. That's the white boy. That's the white boy. How are you, man? Pretty good, man. Uh, growing yeah, a quarantine beard. Getting ready to moonlight for uh, Santa Claus. It's Christmas, my beard's so white, man. I thought it was George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll take that. I thought it was George Clooney. I'll take that. Yo, so, so stress. thanks for dropping by the fucking Corona Chronicles, man. We've been having all our friends kind of swing by for, for these little interview segments and shit. So, yo, for listeners who aren't familiar with you, man, tell us uh, the elevator pitch of uh, Stress the White Boy for the, for the listeners. 
Wait, wait, before. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Fuck that. I want to tell you. See, I always wait, try, wait, but. Wait, listen, before anything, I'm done, let's break it down. All right. When I first met Stress, Stress was DJ for the Lords of Brooklyn. Yeah, yep. Shout out. And I was like, I was like yo, look at this nice kid. I said, like, yo, you, if you want a real job, come with me, kid. And he was like, yeah, Danny, he's like, of course I will. That yep. took him under my yep. wing. Actually, from all over the world. Like, actually. And now, he look, at, that- look at him. I, I said, look, I go. Fly free out of, out of that. <laughs> and look, and look at this guy. He has gold records with Tiger and Wu Tang and Ray Kwan. Yeah, amazing accomplishments, man. So, thank you, accomplishments. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, tell tell the listeners a little bit about about some of your backgrounds. So coming, you know, like he said, you started in uh, Lords of Brooklyn, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I I actually started in a group very Sub similar. Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, Sub Hoods. Nice. E actually was on a song with awesome. with us as well. We started as as a as a hip hop group, and then we added a band. You know, I'll, I'll say I'll say to anybody that we were the first people to ever do that before any Limp Bizkit or E Town. We were like literally one of the first people to ever do that. And then um, I actually tried to throw beats at Caves a while ago, and he was like years ago, and he was like, "Now nah, my brother does that, but we need a DJ." And then from that, I just you know I just started making beats and doing productions. Now now I do more just like full fledged productions. But I mean I've done everything from Tyga to Gym Class to fucking yep, Gym Class Heroes. Yep. Uh, Good Charlotte to uh, um, bring I mean, everybody. Yeah, Madball. Yeah. yeah, everybody. Yeah, Madball E stuff. I mean, yep. he's my number one my number one customer, man. <laughs> I, I've done four no, no, songs no, with no, this no, guy. No, no, no. You if it's if that broken, don't fix don't fix it. Or like every day, like every time I do something, they're like, "Yo, I got I got a dude who can master me." I'm like, "Your, your niggas whack. I got my <laughs> nigga. Don't worry." <laughs> every time, yo, know, FTW, uh, the Danny Jabba stuff, or the, the, the Bloody Eden, we're recording a lot of stuff. Most mostly the stresses. Yeah, so yeah. I, I used to go stresses with, with my son <laughs> and record. He always wanted my son there. If I didn't have my son there. He would be like, this guy's too fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I would go there, and it, it would be total chaos, like BB gun wars. I no, one, yo, yeah, one time, one time, Isaac and Freddie Madball crossed paths in the same studio, so, <laughs> and that's when they had the BB gun war. And yo, Scan was jumping out the window, and I'm like, oh my god, like what is going on? Like that was like probably <laughs> the wop. I shot the wop. <laughs> yeah, you shot the wop, and then you tricked Scan. You made him wear a Viking helm, a Viking helmet, and a blanket, and you and you 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 made Scan like uh, go do a verse or something, and then too. yeah, shot him. <laughs> yo, totally vulnerable. Yo, he lit him up, dude. Oh man. Yeah. Great aim, right, right? Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good with it. Yo, he's good with it. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking wild. And you're probably just in there like, like, oh man, my gear, the this that, right? <laughs> Your stresses would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Jay. It doesn't matter if it's the studio or if I'm on tour. Next thing you know, <laughs> lighting fields on fire, bedrooms on fire. <laughs> just... <laughs> yo, yo, tell him, wait, 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 wait. The best is like when we went to a scam. Scam, we got everyone's nerves, and we'd be like, yo, shut the fuck. And then, then, then we would take. Uh, he wouldn't wear no shirt. He'd be wearing shirtless in a restaurant. So he like, yo, it's eight in the morning. Get coffee. Where are you? Please no, well, on. it actually started. So they had a rough night the night before, and like it, the tour was pretty big, but it, um, those those hotel rooms were like bigger. They remind me of like a Days in, but like hostel style, like right. three. So <laughs> he he was always on the right of me, 
And Stan was on the left of me, and I always, because these guys snore a little bit, and <laughs> I would put earplugs in, and uh, I would take like two uh, like Tylenol PMs to go to sleep. And then the sun was rising, and then I woke up, and then these two were like throwing fists over me, and I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? And then I was like, yo, whoa, whoa, I'm trying to break it up without trying to get hit. And then Scam goes, I'm like, what happened? And he's like, he said, he just walked out. Walked out of the shower like, yeah, yeah, what's up, bro? I'm fucking hard, right? Like, what? And then Scam tried to attack him. <laughs> then I break it up, and then we go downstairs to this restaurant that he's talking about. Scam has no shirt on. And then they start fighting each other, like, prison style. Well, then he throws a knife at him. What? Yo, Jay, bro, it goes so far and hits him in, like, the kidney area. And leaves a welt of nothing but the size of a knife. It was incredible, wow. man. Wow. on video. That's fucking wild, man. And you're just like, what's your thoughts here? You're like, fuck. No, uh, no they, 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 they love fun. it because Scam is annoying everyone on tour. <laughs> Scam was wild, that tour. <laughs> Scam is the best on tour, but sometimes I I'm like, Scam. oh my God, he's so nuts. I was told specifically to ask Stress about being on tour with you guys. So I'm glad that okay. that came up very early. Yeah, oh, well, like, I mean, that whole tour started going crazy. We were, wh- where were we, E? We were in Milan, Milan, Italy. <laughs> we, we, no, we, we killed it. Yo, yo, yo listen. It was, it was oh, wait, so you guys are, wa- like, this panic. is going on, like, out of, in panic. another country. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, man. In America, out of the country. <laughs> but we, we, e, we started, Scam would start to show off, and then it was in Italy, and E's to my right of me, we're watching, you know, I'm doing what I'm doing. And then the intro start, starts, and then he makes me stop it. And he's like, yo, scam dust, New York City. <laughs> and, I look, and then I look at E, and he's like, all right, whatever. And he goes, <laughs> America, number one. Oh. Italy, number two. America, number one. Italy, number two. Fuck those terrorists. Drop the beat stress. And I'm like, it was cricket to me. And E, he was like, drop Yo. Yeah, I, saw, I saw the hardest punch ever in my life on that tour. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. I can already tell the by muscle look- guy. The muscle Polish guy. Yeah, and Scam stole his girl. All right, shout out Polish Princess. <laughs> I got to hear the story then. We got to. Uh, um, Puerto Rican Mike, that's all to say. Oh, uh, that, was, that was the same thing. So, yeah, and then like. Uh, <laughs> wait. Words, listen, everything was going so nice. We, we were doing this is in uh, daily double Ill Rock, Ill Rock soldiers. And we yeah. had the best two weeks of our life. This is in Poland. Yeah. All yeah, of Poland your... happened. Pat, then all of a sudden, Scarhead came. And, uh, and all of a sudden, <laughs> the, not even five minutes, uh, Panic, Panic, and, and, and Porgy, uh, Panic, Porgy, you might fight each other. Yeah, oh, he, 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 um, I'll, I'll say, um, generously say that he actually. Talk some sense into Puerto Rican Mike. <laughs> he fell down the steps. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> no, wait, wait. Yo, people say, people say all these crazy rumors. Hey, hey, I, listen. Clear the I air. Go ahead. Telling, he would not stop. Say again? <laughs> Puerto Rican Mike would not stop. He had to be stopped. Oh, he was wild, he was wild style. I mean, it. yo, so Jay, this is all wait, happening. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Can I interrupt for one second? Is this the same story that goes back to episode number one of the Corona Chronicles that scammed us oh, wait, 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 yes, I slapped him. Yeah, is this full circle? We're getting <laughs> like the <laughs> whole... <laughs> Yo, right. when he fell, he goes, I'm going to tell your mom. You know, tell him, call me Ruthie. He says, 
All right, so listen, this makes a lot of sense. In episode number one, Scam just talked about this thing in Poland happening. So now I didn't ask. Yeah, so so basically it all started like we we were already there. Like the the, the last two dates of the Danny Diablo tour were in Poland. And then we we were going home, but E and Scarhead were going to continue. So they crossed paths. They did the – Scarhead started their (laughs) tour on the two – the two Poland shows. Yeah. So the whole entire way, um, uh, Puerto Rican Mike is on the plane sending pictures of party favors and shit, like on the plane. How is that a plane sending pictures? Yeah. He, he found out, he sent us all these photos. And he came out, he was out of control. They and, were drunk. Yeah, long story short, um, you know, he was so, he was so inebriated. And then. Oh God. That's he passed out in the green room, and then he put like a bunch of made a baloney face up, put baloney <laughs> up over his face. But then, everybody's always shirtless in these stories too. It's crazy. Oh yeah, right? and then he's like coming too, and then he's like, "Yo, fuck you, Isaac. I'm calling Ruthie. I'm telling your mom on you, man. <laughs> Damn. your mom what you're doing, what you're doing to me, man. And then all of a sudden, it was time to play, and this fucking guy got up. Boom! Like got nothing up. happened. Yo, no, he's like, yo, we we dropped him with three. We gave him three of Panic's uh, uh, pills, and he went to sleep. <laughs> yo, he got up. The music went out. And he went right into the rigs and slapped that nigga. Right, he was like, "Fuck yeah. you, rigs." Well, he's giving, well, wait, when you guys were, what did you do for the intro, Juggernaut? Yeah, he was. Like, and he's giving the finger the whole time, and Rick like. <laughs> so then, so then, right, it's over, right? And I, I go back to the green room, and I'm sitting down. I'm pretty on point all the time. Yeah. I have all my stuff packed, and I sit down, and he's like, come on, let's go. I'm like, all right, cool, we're leaving. He's like, nah, beef. So then I go, I'm like, beef. And it was, it was like, a, it was like two lines of people. Us versus them. I guess these dudes had some problems with E, whatever. You were pouring your mic. It wasn't me who pouring your mic. Uh, that's what it was. Well, anyway, <laughs> all I know is this. I'm getting ready to set up and do what we got to do. And out of the corner of my eye, out of my left side of my eye, I saw the, the quickest whip. <laughs> and this dude was big. And this dude started going like tipsy, topsy, turvy. And boom, fell down. Every other single person in that crew ran away and then scam at the time. I think I had a date that night. With that guy. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. And yeah. then there was another. Then then we. I won't even talk about the the United States tour. That was. Oh God. Yeah, he was setting fire. He said he said oh, the, 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 the whole uh, what's it called the uh, the Waffle House. Yeah, yeah. I Yo, said, Jeff. I said that I hold the whole gas station on fire. <laughs> Yo, our whole, we had our first what? night. Had Wait, what? We had a show in Connecticut, and then we had a day off. So I went home. And I'm, no, I'll make this fun. Maddie Poss is out there. I'm going to bring some fireworks. Biggest mistake of my yeah, life. Yeah, he said, yo, we, 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 yo, I, we have a van that Donnie let his, his work van, and I trapped Maddie Poster in the van and threw all fireworks and Roman candles. Yeah, I and, thought he was going to die. Remember? And he locked the door on him so he couldn't get out. Oh man! Yeah, it was yo Jay. It was pretty crazy, man. Yeah, yo, you see how white my beard was. It wasn't yeah. that white back then, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. He said a whole, he 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 tried to make me fight Lawrence. 
man. Shout out Lawrence. Lawrence is like the Lawrence is like the most. He's the most mellow. Lawrence is so mellow. Yo, Lawrence is the nicest guy, and he had me trying to beat him up. No, listen. They both were arguing each other. I'm like, yo, stop it. Yeah, you just wanted it over with. They would, they would, they would, they would yell. They would get. Lawrence is taking care of all my my stuff. And stress is very stressful. That's why he's saying DJ stress. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fun he to talk to. He blows up all the time, and he wanted to fight poor Lawrence. I was like, come on, bro. I we love Lawrence. Lawrence. Me and Lawrence are cool. But, <laughs> but I love Lawrence. That, I love Lawrence. He's that did that. He, he started that. The puppet master. Wow. Yes. I love they that, man. call me the puppet master. <laughs> Geppetto. Oh. Geppetto. <laughs> Yo, wait. Um... What else happened? I can, I can go on for days, dude. Like just well, yo, stress before before yeah, we get to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk. Stuff, yeah, I want to talk a little stuff, bit. Your people you worked with. The people, okay. Yo, well, how many? You have, you have platinum records, gold records, saber. Gold, me, I have yeah. gold. Yeah, gold. Uh, uh, sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Oh, no, say? I was gonna say, let's talk a little bit about the music stuff, man, because yeah. you, you have, you're a super accomplished producer, songwriter, you're a great producer, stress. Yeah, so no stress. How much I don't want so much shit I talk. You're a great producer. Thank you, buddy. Stress. So let me. T- I want to talk to you. Uh, something that's very interesting to me. You and I have had conversations offline about this. Is the whole business aspect and shit. Like, how did you transition from being a touring or on stage musician with Lords of Brooklyn and stuff into becoming, uh, like a studio, you know, musician and getting your beats placed in some of these things, man? I think a lot of our fans think some of these things are so unattainable. So if you could kind of just point a little bit, of, paint a little bit of a picture of how you transitioned from doing that and, and kind of getting into those steps. Yeah, like I, I always was like banging on pads trying to, you know, play songs, whatever. And I was working with like a lot of like pioneers from like uh, Rampage, The Last Boy Scout, uh, Poor H's Teachers, did full songs with some of these guys and I never placed any of them. So, I mean, I could say I was working with these dudes for a while, but like, you know, it doesn't matter until you get a placement, you know? Right, right. And, and, weirdly it goes back full circle you know e e is not lying like i met e and freddie the first time through lords of brooklyn at a show and then i was on tour with lords of brooklyn like i i I got in lords of brooklyn by trying to place beats with them and like i said case like oh my brother adam does and then you know i learned a lot from adam adam's one of my favorite producers out there adam adm one of the best producers out there yeah, my brother Caves, yeah, they're, of Brooklyn. They're, those dudes were doing it before everyone. Yep, brothers. Those are using my. Those are using my brothers for life, man. Those guys. Yeah, we had Caves on an episode, and it was it was awesome, man. He was yeah. a really good storyteller and told us a lot of the history with the uh, with Lords of Brooklyn. So, 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 yeah, so, so you I were saying with them. So I was torn with them for a lot, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> excuse me, my dad died um, in '01, and at. At this time, yeah, rest in peace, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, guys. And uh, at, at during this time, like I was really active, <clears throat> touring and just trying to make a lot of things happen. And like my youngest brother was nine. Sev was nine at the oh time. Oh my God! Shout yeah. Sev, bro. <clears throat> yeah, Sev, Sev, Sev's home in Philly right now. Um, yo, Sev. Yo, listen. First of all, Sev will fuck you up, nigga. Sev, <laughs> that <laughs> don't don't talk shit about <laughs> Sev. Yo, that nigga will fuck you up. Shout out to Sev. Yeah, Sev's Sev's Shout that out. dude. And I love Sev. I don't care. Real quick, I don't care what anyone knows about me about music. I don't care what anyone knows about me about street life or anything like that. He is my greatest achievement. That get that guy, man. He's just like a good, well-rounded young man. He's respectful. Yes, that's cool. He's, he's, you did good. You did good. Thank you, man. He's successful. You know, he's he's old school and he's only twenty years old, man. He's like 
he's like us, you know, so something I'm proud of. But I was on tour. We were in – I was on Vans Warp Tour, uh, Nassau Coliseum, and Jack Seb got in trouble taking a T-shirt, writing like a grime graffiti piece on a trailer, you know, temporary. Yeah. yeah. Someone ratted him out. They had a meeting trying to kick him off the tour. Cage what? Put, yeah. That's whack. Yeah, Cage got him to stay. So that walk, Jack, I, yo, listen, I've been, been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> we know about your war tour experience. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I just beat the shit out of security guards. <laughs> yo, he, I know that guy was on the tour. The big guy, the old head. <laughs> no, what's that talking about? It's a, why can't I cut that shit? part? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so Jack got in trouble. So Jack's job was to go to, you know, get us lunch, dinner, just teach him some yeah. responsibility. And then when he went when he went there, some dude came up to him. He's like, "Are you the guys from you the guy from Lords of Brooklyn that got busted writing graffiti?" And Jack was like, "Yeah, they they let me stay." And he goes, "Uh, oh, cool. You got a black book?" And Jack goes, "Yeah, I got a black book. I write graffiti." And he goes, "Well, I do too. And if you want to come by, bring it by the gym class heroes, boss. My name's Travis." Oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay, cool. And Jack goes, "Oh, I make beats too." And Trav was like, what? How old are you? He's like, I'm 12. He goes, well, bring a beat CD. And then Jack was like, well, you should probably listen to my brothers because he taught me everything. So then Jack came back to the bus. I gave him a beat CD. And that's how the thing happened. Yeah. And then Cleveland, he came up to me and was like, yeah, I want to work with you. And then next thing you know, from what I understand, I mean, they put out uh, as cruel school children and it wasn't doing that well. So they repackaged it with a bunch of remixes. Mm -hmm. One with Lil Wayne, one with... uh, um, I forget the other guy. Um, Papoose, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, I did the remix. I did one, and they're like, "Oh, we want something vintage." So I, I, I charted horns. I had Chuck Treese, my guy. Shout out to Chuck Treese. Chuck Treese. <laughs> and we made it. They wanted it to sound like a, an Amy Winehouse kind of like throwback. Yep. So I did that, and then they told me it was going to be either Joel Santana or uh, Omarion. And nothing came about it. And then one day in my email, it said um, uh, GFK vocals. And then it said, please place these. So then I put the Ghostface vocals in. And then next thing you know, the remix went. And then that, that whole record ended up going gold. So That's I wild, man. Yeah. What, so stress for somebody like you. What does that feel yeah. like? That's a huge accomplishment, right? Because you're just like a dude who's trying to play some stuff. And then it's like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like it's... What's that yeah, like, it, man? It, was, it was emotional in a way because I've, I've tried so hard and not yep. many... You know, there's a few people that have helped me. One here, we know. You know, there's a bunch of people. Yeah, listen, listen, keep it coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a few. I'll, I'll people. tell you right now, stress had an emotional ride to where he is right now. Yeah. Because like, a lot of people don't understand because I, me, and stress really bonded because I lost my father. Yeah. His father, you know, and you know, a lot, of, a lot of horrors. We had family stuff, and we always talked about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we're just like, like, like cool. And you know, and when you when you have a a brother like like me, such a brother, then you start going on tour and like, oh my god, then we would get each other's nerves. It would be, be like, yo, it would be like because it's he, like family I'll, at he, that I'll point. I'll be like, I bring I bring stress on the road, and it's like, God, how am I gonna do this? Yeah. <laughs> one time, one time, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going. He's like, no, you're going. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't say no, man. At that point, you know. Yeah, yeah but you know, he has the best times. We you know we. <laughs> We would cry laughing. Yeah, right. Remember when uh, Willen tried to stab me in Miami Ocean in the ocean? What was that about? He didn't want to go to water. 
Well, no, we were all like, remember the routing was so fucked up. Do you, do you remember when he, he wouldn't leave the titty bar? He kept going to the ATM? <laughs> well, wait. Yeah, so he texted me today, too. It's so weird. So, Willen, what's up? But no, so it was, we were uh, at the beach and then we parked back. And Doc Martin, son. What's that? He wore his Doc Martin's to the beach. Yeah, he will. And so we were running back. He's like, Where are you guys going? I'm like, We're getting our bathing suits on, going in the water. So we we go in. I was like, Yo, but be careful, man. There's mad sharks. That's what I said to him. <laughs> mad sharks. And then we came back and we're in the water. So he's in the water. So he didn't see me. So I went under and, and I grabbed the grabbed his legs. Yo, this dude took out a blade and started stabbing in the water and just <laughs> fucking but anyway, yeah, so, I mean, I ended up from the gym class stuff. Yeah. I ended up, uh, that led to Tyga. They, you know, Tyga couldn't even get a yeah, deal. You worked, you worked with Tyga super early on, right? Yeah. yeah so I, tell, tell us a little bit of, uh, what are some of the well, songs the hard, you worked? There's a hardcore thing with that. Because Anthony from, uh, yeah, E-Town shout out Concrete, Ant Money from E-Town was his manager. Anthony Martini, who, who the, the singer E-Town Concrete, is Tiger, was Tiger's manager yep. for a while. Still is. Still is. Still is, yep. Oh, seriously? Yep. Yep. Hit that nigga for for uh, for uh, verse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He uh. So I mean, Trav Gym Class Heroes is playing uh Great Adventure, and then Travis was supposed to come back to the studio, and he couldn't. But he asked me if I could take his cousin. I'm like, who's your cousin? And he told me it's Kenny and Tyga. And then I ended up ultimately did like 20 songs with him. You worked with him. What was the first song? What was the first song that released that you guys commercially released together? It was the record was called No Introduction, and I had four on them. Um, I have a song called That's uh, awesome. Yeah, two uh, two a.m. Pillow talking. That features Will Geist from the. uh, He wasn't in Boys to Men, but he was in in their camp. Yep. So, um, two a.m. Summertime, and then a song called "I Am," which featured Lil Wayne last Baby. second. That's sick. So that's like that's like my I first. Uh, Yo, so stress. You've worked with like, I mean, dude, right. the, the names that you've been able to to work with is pretty fucking cool, huh? Like, as a music fan, what the fuck's that like? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I, I mean, like you know, say like you're it, sitting there and you get like you right. just said like go, vocals from Ghostface. It's just like I mean, because yeah. you, you and I have talked again offline like about how much music we like and stuff. So it's like yeah. I can only imagine you as a music fan being like. What the fuck, you know? Like, well, it's so crazy it's so to me right because, now. like, I have my, like, super, God, super favorites of, like, hip-hop, but, like, Ghostface is one of my favorites, and so is Wheezy, man. Yep. So the fact that I got two official joints with those guys, it really, it's something that, like, I, like, like they can't take it away from me, you know? Yeah. So, at the end of the day. But then oh. that led to other things, like, I mean, I started working with, like, I don't know, like, I did a joint with Sister Nancy, the first lady of reggae, um... I did. I did uh, a good Charlotte. I, I'm on their greatest remixes record with like a whole bunch of people, wow. you know. Um, awesome. Yeah, and then I did a remix with Bunny Sigler that featured Patti LaBelle. Um, yeah, I did a bunch of stuff, man. I, I mean, I just, I mean, I'm still active. I'm not as act. I mean, I'm not, you know, streaming. Hey, fuck yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a thrash band singer. Yeah, yeah, you've got your band to uh, activate, right? Well, yeah, R.I.P. It's done. You oh know? man, it's done already. Yeah, oh, I, I love that band. There's, there's this one little yeah, douche. Yeah, cool. There's a cool, oh, cool vibe. Oh. Yeah, there's a douchebag in the band, but I, I won't name names. But whatever. 
He's a little fucking little meatball. Well, listen, stress. We we could keep you on all night, but we're we're definitely gonna have you. Uh, we're gonna have you on um, stress, when we get hold back hold into on, the before, studio. I want to say, say stress. Okay. Me and me, me and stress always talk about this. The whole world watches. Everyone wants to talk about who's the best rapper in DMS. Uh, and I had to say straight up, <laughs> the two best guys I would put against anyone: Panic. And Puerto Rican Mike, performance, live performance wise, on stage and after party wise. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love that. After, I love that after party is its own too, category. That's I was like, ah, because yo, usually when I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight honest. Yeah. When it comes to after parties, I usually see about thirty seconds of after parties because that's not my type of party. Right. <laughs> These guys, <laughs> yo, yo, panic, magic, panic, and Puerto Rican Mike. On the road together in the van. Oh my uh, dude, I would fucking Yo, the I last time imagine. I saw Panic, the last time I saw Panic and Mike together, it was at the Hooligan Holiday and Puerto Rican Mike was snorting hot sauce. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh my god. Those guys are those guys are insane. I love them, man. I like it's good. We have a lot of great rappers, man. You know? Like yeah. you know Long I, Willing, Long Willing's up there. Oh, he's he's a beast, dude. He's a beast, man. Like I th- I I think some of the stuff that Willen says, man, is like it's deep, man. Like he's uh I was talking to him today. He's about ready to do some other type of stuff. So I'm I'm kind of stoked. He's sober. Yeah, good for him, man. That's awesome. Him yeah. and Slain are sober. Yeah, Slain is too. Yeah. How about Panic? How about Panic and Puerto Rican Mike? What do you think they are sober? <laughs> <laughs> Love Spike. Love you, Panic. <laughs> oh, man. Well, yo, Stress, so before we let you go, what else are you working on, man? Are you working on anything while you're in the uh, hold up in the corner? He's, mas- he's mastering the best hip-hop group ever, Spick. Right I, am, I, am, I am mastering that project right now. I am. Awesome, man. Doing that, I'm uh, getting ready to do uh, Hoya's True Union project. Yeah, we're- wait, 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 what's that? It's his new group. Yeah, he's got a project called True Union. We're going to talk about it uh, with him wait today. Wait, wait, what does he do? Everything. What? We're going to talk yes. about it. on Hoya's our other guest after oh, this. I better, so. be on that, I better be on that fucking project. Yo, hey, <laughs> this, shit's, this shit's great, man. It's, and it's not what you think it is. It's like, I, I don't even know how to say it. Like, he'll probably get mad at me for saying it. But like, I, no, it sounds like ACDC with soul. That's awesome. What? That's a good description. He sings? No, he, he he references vocals though, and they're and they're great, man. But he's got one other guy doing vocals now. Who's that? I don't I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna have to. E, you're gonna have to well, ask I him. To say this yeah, we're gonna have him, to right? ask him. So so stress. Uh, yes. Before we let you go, man, where, where can everybody find you online? And like, uh, yo, are you open to like anybody who's listening? Are you accepting? Do you accept music from people and stuff? I or? Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they can find me on best best probably way is either uh, Instagram. Okay. Uh, stress two one five S T R E S S two one five. Yes. Same thing as Twitter. Uh, S T R E S S two one five. Or just look up Chop Shop Studio. On the website is www.thechopshopstudio.com. That's great. Oh. And, and where's your studio located? Just in case oh, after Corona and your and clients can come back in, where can, where can they go visit you? I recently moved in the fall, so I live in uh, Ottsville, which is close to Doylestown, PA. It's okay. it's like between Allentown and uh, Philadelphia, PA. I'm in the woods now. So you could do Wait. full full band setups too, stress right? Because I know you do drums, yeah. you do the whole thing, man, right? You, you got the MLD yeah. Classic. 
Yep, yep. I did the. I just did the MOD uh, classic, and I also did. Um, I tracked the uh, Madball uh, bonus track for the Hold It Down re-release. Awesome. Yeah, I'm waiting for my copy of that to come in the mail. Yeah, I did that here. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yo, Stress, thank you so much for joining us on the Corona Chronicles. We're gonna have you. uh, I love you, Stress. Love you too, buddy. Stress. When we get back into our real studio, we obviously we we have so many stories, man. So we're gonna have you come in. Uh, and yeah. do a full thing with us because I, I just I mean dude the, the tourist thesis <laughs> the the tourist stories alone man would uh I mean we could oh. talk all night so I'm surprised we I'm surprised we're alive. Like, <laughs> you know listen sometimes I can't it's, believe some of the things crazy. all of us some have stories. done. It's like fucking crazy and the fact that it's like oh now we just sit on a fucking internet and talk to each other like civilized people and it's I don't, I don't think the, 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 these kids need a documentary. They need like a, a Danny Diablo docu series. Yeah, I told I told Isaac. Isaac said he wanted to do all the, all the different people I touched. I I said, <laughs> yo, stress too bad, right? Stress. Picture this, yeah. like a fuck. Not that I'm not comparing oh, Isaac to <laughs> Beanie. Look at Beanie. Shout out Beanie. What's up, Beanie? Yo, not not that not that Isaac is like Tiger King in any way, shape, or form, but imagine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the- no, I'm saying imagine an episodic uh, TV series in that vein where, where Isaac's the character. You know what I mean? And they involve everyone around him telling these fucking stories over like six episodes. It would be amazing. Yo, he's pretty – he's kind of like fucking – it's like his name's Danny Exotic, this well, guy right now. <laughs> oh. Listen, Stress, you got to help me make Ooh. this documentary happen. We're going to – Isaac's going to reach oh, out so, to, yo, to yo, Sasha about it. Stress gets like a – Get out of the documentary. You can say whatever you want to say. He's got to talk some well, shit. Well, stress, stress is going to have to do. <laughs> like, no, this is how it went down. I'm putting. Str- <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put stress on the hook for the score if we get the budget. So. Oh yes. I'm about it, man. You know. I'm about All right. Well, I'm yo. About it. Stress. Thank you so much for singing by today, man. Thanks for coming by, man. We'll just catch up with you in a bit. You got it, man. I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll text you. All right. Love you guys. All right. Peace, man. Shout to Jack. All right. We're back with. This guest, I've been waiting all day to talk to. One of my favorite oh my people. Uh, one of my first friends when I was a little kid going to shows from out of state, looking up to. Got to tour with this uh, with this guy with uh, in Europe in 06. One of Danny's yeah, really good friends, right, E? One of your really good oh friends God. here. Everybody, welcome. Hoya Rock to the fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let's call it the Hoya Rock show. All right. Dude. Tonight, it could be, oh, this segment will be the Hoya Rock. Rock. The Hoya Rock show. The Hoya yeah, Rock episode. No, but yeah, but first, Jay, how long I know you now? Dude, seriously, probably like 25 years or so. Wait, wait, wait. Probably like 23. No, yeah, how long I know you? So I wait, wait, wait. Ask him right now. Yeah, he. Listen, wa- all right, I gotta know how you guys met because tell the truth. Tell the fucking truth. I am not So he's like, like ten years older than me. Fuck out of here! Fuck out of here! So I think Yo. I was going to elementary school, and he was like going to like 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 first year like college. And like, <laughs> no, but um um. um Yo, real story. I'm gonna give you the real fucking story. Tell the fucking story. Because he goes around telling some fucking uh, uh, dark crystal version of this. <laughs> so, Baby. In Queens, there was a, a record store called Numbers. And now, when you think about it, it was pretty ill because since it was in Queens, Jackson Heights, it literally was like a bleaker Bob's. But it was, yeah, it was Queens. It was dope. It was no, lo- no joke from hip hop, vinyl to hardcore. Like, that fellow. They came out. It came out at numbers, which was pretty crazy. Like we knew we had it in our hood, but I don't think we really knew what we had. Right. Yo, we... we had everything there. 
it was nuts. Like when it would drop anyway. So we would go there. I lived in Corona, and we would walk there. And it's my neighborhood. The hardcore right. section. So I'm going there. So we're going one day to walk, and then I see this guy, red hair, and he's with this tiny kid. So I said, first of all, he's like, first of all, that's my section, that record <laughs> section. <All right. laughs> no, but we saw, you know, like you don't see a lot of hardcore people. You know, you either saw like uh, in school, maybe you saw maybe if there was a hardcore kid around or you knew them from going to shows if you went to shows. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of like, so we gave each other dirty looks. <laughs> like walked by each other, kind of gave each other dirty looks. And it was like kind of like, you know, because you kind of like, you what you know? Who are you? Like, yeah. And what do you know about this kind of shit? <laughs> I, and like, I, was with, uh, I was with JM and uh, and uh, KMA. And Woody. No, where are you? KMA, KMA, and Woody. Yeah, yeah, KMA, Woody, yeah, Woody. Woody. KMA, yeah. yeah, Woody, no friend. Then, <laughs> but then, um, um, uh, like a little while, not too long after that, MQ was bombing on the train station or something, and then he ran into to E or something. Was like, yo, what you write? Kind of. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, just, uh, we're, we're, we're on the train tracks. I'm like, what well, you right? And we're arguing, me and them too. This, this is 1987. Like, right. summer. So, so what happened was, so in our neighborhood, since, you know, again, um, there was an, especially in our neighborhood, there was, uh, you know, it was real mixed. And as much as there was hardcore and metal guys and a story, yeah. whatever, you know, it still wasn't a lot. Right. It was only that area. You know, it was all so mixed. So everybody kind of knew. If you, you knew the metalheads in Woodhaven and you lived in Astoria. Yeah. Because it was just still kind of like, you know, whatever. But anyway, long story short, a, a bunch of the dudes of our old people, they were from Jackson Heights. We were from Corona. And then we had, me and MQ had met them because we were bombing. Me and MQ were bombing and we ran into, we met my boy Jeer. Yeah. Bundy. But, and a couple other dudes, right? Yeah. We met them one night, right? And we were like, what you, they were like, yo, what you write? What you write? We were like, skins already, so already the connection kind of shit. And then they were like, yo, MQ, blah, blah, blah. They knew MQ, Jeer one. We talked, blah, blah, blah. We connected the dots that night. So right away, they were like, yo, come hang out. The next day, we go to hang out, and <laughs> everybody's meeting up. So me and MQ don't really know, no, you know, we know Jeer, who we met, and Bundy, who we killed with the <laughs> night before. And then, E is the first time we met him and then a bunch of other people. We're just meeting a lot of people. <laughs> and we're standing there, so it's me, E, and Q, I think. It was me, E, M, Q, Bundy, G, and and Bundy was always there. Yeah. And then fucking this this white boy walks up, this kid, Moe, what was it, Moe, right? <laughs> Moe, yeah! Yeah, or whatever. He walks up and he was the right with these guys. So he walks up and he's like, kind of like, you know, he's this real red-headed, you know, fresh-faced Irish kid. And then he walks up and he's like, Yo, you were E or some shit or something to this guy. And, I, and me and MQ are looking like, oh, shit, there's going to be beef. Like, yo, shit. <laughs> and, but we're standing right next to each other. And the guy goes, yo, you went over me. And then he looks at me. Like, we don't know each other. He kind of looks at us and looks at him. And he was like, so? <laughs> and, the, and then we looked at the guy like, yeah, and? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. And the guy didn't do shit, and then we started laughing, and we're like, oh, that nigga's a bitch, and then... <laughs> <laughs> Since that day, we became best friends. That's yeah, and a... then we started hanging out, so it was like... But we didn't laugh, because I was like, all right, one guy said one thing, now, right, now's your turn. And the guy was like, we literally just met that day, so... Yo, and it's kind of cool, too, because you guys, like, you just, you met over records, and you're still, your bond today till this day is, like, the music connection and touring and doing well, something together. Well, 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 first, yeah. I want to, I'm going to break something down. Yep. If it wasn't for me lending my sister's face, oh, he would be nowhere right now. Him, him, Scam, 
Him and Scam share the same brain <laughs> history. They have like you owe dark me. crystal. You owe me. The, the dark history, the, the, the dark crystal memory like this. Yo, your first ball. But um, um, I actually brought the property value of Scarhead up for our tour. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, Jameson and the Temptations, yep, they were like, yeah, yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, get this nigga from his house, get this nigga, we need him. But, um, that was, um, I don't even know what year, but I was, what, 15, like, not like 16, maybe? 87, it was, it was yeah. 87, definitely, the first like show stuff. So, and Hoya, you were playing in, because uh, you guys just did a reissue for Demise, which was your was your early project. Ask right? him about you... the bass. Who's but that was, was yeah, yeah, but that was that was before Demise when we met. Okay. Yeah. I met Young, because what it was, I never, again, with the band shit, it was like, um, I never wanted, we, we, we meant to be in a, it wasn't like, oh, I always wanted to be in a band. Yeah. When we were kids, like, oh, we like the music, so my boys were like, yo, we'll start a band. So in the lunchroom, we'll be like, all right, what are you going to do? Okay. All right, I'll do this, I'll do that. But it was not like, oh, my lifelong dream. He went to Newtown. Yeah. And, and yeah, I was in Newtown and then 61. And and in general, there was like, literally, even th in those schools were all black and Spanish. <laughs> so there was literally like five of us that like <laughs> metal or hardcore. It was right. just what it was. You know what I mean? But, you know, back then you found each other. Like I said, because it was just uh, you—you you had the same watering holes, like numbers, yep. Lika Bobs. Were you already playing an instrument at that time, Hoya? Nah, none of that shit. Well, well, well you know what it was? Um, with what, what I started with demise, like, like, all right. First, I started playing with with, with, with Beto. Me and him, when we grew up, we got like a guitar and bass kind of thing, and we said, okay, let's do it, because we said let's start a band. That was the only yeah. reason. <laughs> I like, I always wanted to play. It. Right. I was like, fuck it. All right, I'll play bass. My brother likes bass. It got to be cool. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah and, then, like, and then we then we kind of started a band without having a full band. And as we were hanging out, we met the other guys, and they already were playing in bands. So then they were like, uh, we were sit, hanging out in front of my step. We were already hanging out, like all of us. Yeah. And it was me, Jer, my old drummer, Richie. They were already in bands with each other. They all would play. So it just like know. happened organically that you were like... like we were literally hanging out on my stoop, drinking yeah. 40s, blazing. And That's... then we were listening to Spermicide, this Crucial Chaos, this old radio station. <laughs> yep. And they used to play the worst shit, you know, like the worst. <laughs> and I remember we were sitting there and I said, yo, this shit sucks. My big mouth. I said, this shit sucks. I go, I bet, yo, this shit could get on the radio. I bet we could get on the radio. We could throw anything together and they'll get on the radio. And then, and then my boy Jer was like, yo, let's do it. <laughs> you know, they wanted to kind of do a band already. And, you know, we tinkered with it. But then yeah. it was like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. We're like, all right. They were already in motion. And then we started playing and shit. But, but we were like 15, 16. But like. people don't understand that we were doing music, but we were also writing graffiti and we had mad beef with so many people in the neighborhood and outside the neighborhood. So yeah. even us meeting up, with, like, like one time I was going to Hoy's house and I got chased from El Hoy's hospital. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah he would get chased and niggas run to my house. house. They tried like, to kill me. run to my house. Okay, now now they all know where I live. Yeah. <laughs> but I was always, they would always come in. You know what I mean? So it was like, and that's the thing, like, you know, on the way to a rehearsal, you know, we're bombing. Or, yo, meet us on the train station because we would hang out at rehearsals. Yeah. At, at the train station, you're bombing. Or we're trying, or everything. Yeah, while we're in the room, we're jamming, guys go outside and put stickers up. 
You know, it's just always I, was, the, one time Hoy and I were in front of a bar by Zach Heights, and the guys came out and they, they tried to shoot me and Hoy. And they, they <laughs> what? Shot, the Mexican guy next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, these guys they have beef with us, but we were on a, on a street corner. Now this is the this is the crazy shit because there was a street corner and there was a bunch of us hanging out and a and a car rolled up and you had pop pop pop. And we all ducked, we're like, oh shit. And then some of us even started, I started running towards the car. The car had left already, but we started running up the avenue, like, yo, what up, what up? And then we were like, yo, anybody got shot? Now, the crazy thing was, if this was the corner, like, we were on the corner, we were all kind of near the front of the corner. And then <laughs> people down the block, none of us got hit, thank God. But one kid who had nothing to do with it, <laughs> the poor guy, he, got, That's he got, yeah, he got hit in his leg, but check this out. It went through a friend's jacket, through his uh, his uh, flight jacket, yeah. and then hit the kid in the front of one leg and went into his other leg. Damn! And the kid was all the way like down the road from us because it was a, it was graffiti beef and guys yeah. were rolling up. But they, but they 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 went they went and killed me and them you and everybody was on that corner and then this kid had nothing to do with it you know he got he got but he was all right. <laughs> That's wild, man. Yeah. That's such a wild story. Yeah, and it was like, um, every you know, day it was, was like that. You know, shit would happen like that, like, you know, wild shit like that on the avenue and shit. Back then it was like, again, it was all just, you know, it went hand in hand with hanging out, you know, you right. outside. You know, when you hung out outside, that's the thing that people don't understand. That's what changes. When you hang outside, you know, your, your, your senses are more alert. Right. Oh, you gotta be. You gotta be. Yeah, exactly. Especially like at that time, like you were saying, in the the years that that was going on, and the graffiti culture was still super early on, and more. It was way obviously different, way different. Yeah, way different. Way different. Super, and, super and violent. This, another, this was during like the crack era, right? And a heavy like that, like bazooka people smoking crack, and it was in the disco. It was the people smoking crack. <laughs> and we hung out. Well, we hung out. It was. Uh, uh, Roosevelt was the crack cocaine and the, and the, and the hooker capital of America. Cocaine capital of uh, Jackson uh, and, and hookers, uh, like uh, women oh, trafficking uh, all uh, in that tickets, area tickets, tickets. in the United States, more than Miami, Florida at one point, everywhere. Wow. And our park where we hung out was right there. <laughs> you know, so it was common to be like, yo, when we would walk home, you would walk by the base heads, you know? Yeah, was it was crack, just like an everyday and, thing. You know, yeah, you know, first time I've seen base out there, bro. Me, me and MQ, when we used to grow up with our dogs, we used to have, like, pits. We wouldn't fight our dogs, but to get them riled up, we would walk up Roosevelt, and they'd be crackheads, you know, all, like, base heads walking around. we have the dog kind of get a little, yeah, you know, just... to get them away from you. Yeah, not to really bite them, but no, get a yeah. little... <laughs> yeah, you know, just to, to social distancing at the yeah, time, man. Yeah, social distancing <laughs> before the, the corona V. Yeah, exactly, man. But, 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 uh, it's a different world back then. Yeah, it's, like, it's a very different time. No, we. You know, our, our, our best thing was a lot of people would would, would, would hate us. Like, 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 we would people would only know who we are. But they'd be like, "Yo, it, it has to be Hoya, MQ, these guys. These were shaved heads, got triple triple fat gooses on, yeah. fisherman hats." And we, they used to we call us disco skins. They used to be like, "There's a disco skins," because we were like skins, but we listen to hip hop and we have like triple fat gooses. It was like it was a crazy crazy era yo so it was hoya tell me a little bit too about um so you were saying that you had you had just started picking up the bass in in the beginning of this right like did you when you had first started playing you said too it was never your intention to be in a band like yo looking back at 
like the records you've worked on and how people view those records, like like kids like me who who look at those. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a bass god. Yeah, now. like what is that like, man? You're part of that, like as Izak refers to the bass mafia. I mean, dude, yeah, what is nah, it, like? You know what? It's crazy because it's still like you know it's dope. You know, and it's dope that I like that, but like I like I said, like I I never was like meant to be like planned <laughs> to do this, and I never thought I would make this many records. I never thought I would make one, <laughs> let alone like I really don't like. So to me, it's kind of like. Word. I yeah. did do ten records. Yo, like you, I, I still don't believe I did that many records. Yeah, you know, but but you know what? But I'm saying, but you like it, it's crazy because like no matter what you say, like we where we came from and our families and fucking what like what, how how like your mother's like my mother. You mean so? Yeah. It, we came from that the crazy from our fathers. Our fathers were just like us. <laughs> so it's like yeah, now his father is acting like him, and my father's like me. You, you know what it is? It was also this music is there. Like again, it's it's not just music; it's our life, right? It's culture, it's, 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 it's our life. Really. It's just what always was there. Yeah, man. Like it's another like you know. Yeah, I would tell. I would tell my Hoya. I would tell somebody Hoya. No matter how how big headed I get. He will bring me back down to reality. <laughs> with more you know why? Because I seen him kiss his first girl. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. When shit, you know what Hoy does? He never sugarcoats anything. No, but but you know what it is. I I also I don't want to. I never, you know, I, I, it's never to to make somebody feel bad. Yeah. You know, like it's never like to be like it sometimes hurts niggas, but it's never to be like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing it because I want to see Jay like I want to see Jay fucking hurt. Yeah. It's more like nah, Jay gotta know this. <laughs> Anything for everything, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's just what it is, you know. Like, so, and it gotta be something like really, really like, and I, I gotta be like, yo, really, if you, you know. Well, one of my one of my favorite things about watching. Uh, like Madball Man is like you always look like you're just having such a good time, and I, I've heard that from everybody, man. Like it's just, it's so, like obviously, man. Like again, watching you um, in the states, but then touring with you guys in Europe, which is such a fucking different experience, and watching you guys control those crowds and stuff, man. It's like, yo, it's surreal, man. And just like you, just always look like you're having such a good time, and I think they that kill translates. It. They so, kill it. Yeah, you, you know what? It's, it's, it's infectious, man. It's infectious. It's infectious. You know what I learned from stigma. Because straight up, like um, like in the early days, you know, somebody would write a review and diss us. Well, yeah. people used to diss, you know, they always diss us. People always <laughs> all of us. But 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 I would take that shit to heart in the early days because you know you like you always yeah, it's, you feel like it's personal <laughs> at the time. And I remember one personal. day a review, like a review that I, I never forget the review. It was early. The guy said, the, "This band um um uh, plays two two chord bullshit or something like that," and they go, and the singer sounds like he gargles with liquid Drano. I always Damn. remember that part. <laughs> but, but take this time. This is when our first record came out, and we were in Stigma's house, and I'm and it was like a big metal magazine, and I was yeah. reading, and I go, "Motherfucker!" And I started flipping, and Stigma's like making coffee. He's like <laughs> shaking, and I'm like, I got mad at him, like, "Yo, nigga, did you hear what I read?" He's like, ah, spell the name right. He goes, ah, who can't spell the name right? He goes, they're talking about us, right? True. And all right, that was one. And still, many, many years later, we were playing a show. And and I learned this one from Mackie, my brother Mackie, the one and only. Yeah, somewhere. And you know, and it wasn't a show where um uh uh people were like uh, uh, uh moshing or whatever, but it was a good show. People were into, it, but it wasn't like a very lot. And I remember getting on stage and I felt like, yo, we were whack. 
And I remember Mackie kind of with that same nonchalant attitude. Again, these are old school dudes yeah. that seen it all. Yep. And he's like, nothing. And he's looking at me almost like, yo, what the fuck are you being a little bitch about without saying it? <laughs> he goes, dude. He goes, did anybody leave? I go, no. He goes, were they all clapping? Did we go out and do another? I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, all right then. Not everybody wants to fucking mosh. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, you're right, right? In our world, if we don't get no, that, that's how you gauge. I'm with you, man. That's how you gauge the interest. Like this guy, when we first began, this guy became so professional. Like I want, I actually enjoy watching him play bass. Oh yeah, man. Like, like, it's like, 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 like I watch Craig Satami. It's like I was gonna style. say, dude. To it's me, like, I always same, like amazing. I always like, say, it moves dude, the whole crowd, the blood. Yo, Hoya, Craig. Beatty from Hatebreed, man. My fucking three, like, I could watch I these guys play bass all the time, man. Again, you know, I got lucky. And I Busky. Shout out Busky, too. I can't forget. Oh, yeah. Name. I got lucky. Okay. I got thrown into one of my favorite bands, you know. I basically got thrown into Agnostic Front. Yeah, which is you wild. And that's what it was. Hoya, how, how did you how did you get involved why? in that? Yeah. How? Um, no, well, what it was, um, um, um. The demise was already phasing out. You know, guys were kind of getting over being in a band and kind of, and we were already all hanging out, all of us. You know, Freddie had moved up to New York and they were starting to kind of do some shows. Like, they got back together, but it, was, it wasn't a fair I was supposed yet. to play bass first. I gave it to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you fucked up. I man. gave it to him. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, look, please, thank you, you Yo, thank you, Ezra. Could have been a lawyer. If you would have taken that job, I would have went to law school. But well, no, um, I first started when I was playing basketball, and I lost. I and lost you heard, my... yeah, yeah. You Knicks were scouting him, and he heard kind of layup. I hurt my ankle. And then, um, no, we were like, um, we were all hanging out already, and then basically at that time, um, um, at that time, um, AF broke. It's crazy. Things happen for a reason, right? right? AF was breaking up. Uh, Freddie just moved to New York, and they wanted to have you know they start playing some shows or whatever. And demise was kind of fizzling out, and we were already hanging out. So when I remember Maddie, there was like, "Yo, we got a couple of weekends booked." Yeah, um, yeah, you want to fill in? And I remember being like, "Yeah, you know, we were already boys, me, Freddie, <laughs> e, we're all hanging out." But I remember being like, even musically, I was playing more metal shit at that time. You're a metalhead. Yeah, and met, you know, and, and I like crossover groove shit yep. always. And then Mad Boy at the time was still real old school. Yep. Yeah. I loved old school, but we were already, you know, you yeah. know, we were already growing into our shit, like our leeways and our, all that, whatever. And then I remember being like, yo, that's cool and all that, but I'm kind of like, I want to do some other <laughs> shit. You know, but we were boys, and Maddie goes, yo, it's just a couple of shows. You know, maybe a weekend or two. Yeah, and, and look, like, yeah. and look now. That's the longest weekend you've been on, right? Twenty six yeah. years late. <laughs> Yo, what, a long, up, what a long career you tour. guys what a long career Madball has had blessed with, man. I mean, it's just amazing too. And it's just it's cool that kids have always discovered Madball through the years, man. It's one of my favorite um again, man, it was one of like the first records I got getting into, and it's cool that kids um, still discover it that you guys still put out new records. Man, the last record was fucking yeah. awesome. We, yeah, we, that's, taught, that's we plugged it in like, like, Guys, guys, when they say King Kings of New York hardcore, yay! You know what? <laughs> now I like when you talk. Listen, listen. When Kings of hardcore, they talk all, like, all these bands. Like, all right, every, they, every, Gorilla Biscuits have a great seven inch. Uh, Cromag's got a great one record. You mean no? Madball's catalog is but Madball. Yeah. Put out every single record has at least three hits. Yeah, yep. we try. Look, no, 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 no. Three hits. 
We always try exactly that. We always try this. We always try this. No matter what, we always think, okay, you got to think of a concept. You think yeah. come with it. You know, if it works or not, you got to think, okay, what can we do? Because it's like, all right, it gets tricky after you do four records, five records. Then it's like, okay, now what? Now, now you right. got to reinvent yourself without... Yeah. You know, uh, uh, without uh, fucking yourself over and, and alienating fans room. and shit. It yo, it's hard to juggle. I, I, you know, I, I do all different types of music, and it's like, I'm like the prince of hardcore. That's why, yeah, is the thing. So you know what E would do was start a lot of bands. I never did a lot of bands, which, yes. which now I'm doing another band because... Yeah, wait, no, we're going to talk... Wait, because Isaac wants to talk about Wait, 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 wait. I didn't hear about this. What's going on? Wait, before we get to that, I just got to... How the fuck does Jay Reason know you're starting a band before I do? Because I follow... I keep up on Instagram and I follow my all my friends' stuff, man. But before we get to that, I just want to stay on the Madball thing really quick because you guys did just reissue... Um, the, the hold, latest, it. hold it down on vinyl. I, I'm waiting. My, I just hold got the I just got the shipping down. notification the other day, so I, I cannot wait to get mine. Well, yeah, talk about um because we, we this is something we talk a lot about on the podcast is bands, you know, controlling their master rights, putting shit out. Like, yo, hold it down. Producers, stuff like yeah, that. Talk, talk about that, and you guys deciding to put it out, which I think is fucking awesome, man. That kids are gonna get yeah. a, a good version of vinyl on that. So talk, talk about a little bit about that and where we can get it and, and sort of that little story about putting that together yeah basically it's the 20 years i guess of hold it down and um yeah. we had got the, Crazy, the rights back you know epitaph was always cool and in all reality even though we signed the deaf deal back in the day with roadrunner they yeah. were cool too because people uh, i don't back then roadrunner were you don't get off roadrunner they would they would throw you off the label right yeah and we got we left roadrunner it wasn't. They never dropped us. We no, were yeah, probably yeah. one of the first bands that didn't get dropped. Well, I mean, it makes it, if you think about it in their sense, it makes sense because Madball's a band that you don't have to sink a lot of money and do a record for cheap. Yeah. They're gonna fucking you're gonna sell always, and you tour always, like yeah. crazy. So and they had love for us, but you know we were a hardcore band and hardcore is limited, you right. know, for what it is. And blah blah blah. They had love. They you know they put it out. They didn't expect you know that it would do what it did. You know, and it did better. No, it's great. But you know what? It was cool. Like we got off. Pretty easy, you know what I mean? Like we never had a blue grape deal. Right, right. Because we were so wild style. Like, you know, even again, we got lucky that a lot of these dudes that worked in, in effect with E worked that they ended yeah. up working at Roadrunner at the mail rooms and you know, they were all dudes right, that were the shows. So they kind of understood and got it. So what Mabo was as, as, even though it was a new band, it had history with some of the guys in it. Like there was a stigma involved with right, it, right. so people. Yes. Uh, okay, it's not just a. a, a you band can't just that treat might, it like right. You can't just yeah, treat it like everything else. Kind of hit and run, like as far as they're not going to try to take some money and leave and right. disappear. Never see them. You know, you could kind of trace it back. You know, to them, and then um, yeah, so, just so you end up also, doing you end up doing hold it down on Epitaph right after that. And so, did you guys just get the rights back, or how did the, or? Is that something you can yeah. talk about, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know full detail, but yeah, it was yeah. The, we things back from them, Freddie, and then we ended up putting it out. Like That's we amazing. got it back. I don't think it was like no fight on, like you know, it was yeah. always cool. Like Epitaph was shout out to Epitaph because when we dropped Hold It Down, that there was a lot that that record right before it dropped, Freddie went to went I, on vacation. I to, remember. I remember that. 
You know what's funny is Hoya when the one of the first shows back <laughs> that you guys played was at the Connecticut LNG was the last Voice of Reason show, which was my first band. So it was it was always cool that that, that happened together. Yes. Um, and I remember buying Hold It Down actually at a Sam Goody, and it was weird because it was on Epitaph, but you could get it everywhere. Uh, the yeah. better, but better distribution at the time. Epitaph was was kind of they had just had H two O, so there was yeah. the connection the, the there. The biggest independent independent uh, rock. Yeah. rock it was a smart band. move at the time for sure, especially looking Absolutely. at looking at what Roadrunner was doing. Like you said, it's not like they knew that they could get away with doing Madball at a certain level, and it was nice to see Hold It Down come out and see more, just a little yeah. more effort, you know. From like the I, label. I remember, the, I remember the talk of Roadrunner at one point because all right, videos now, you know, video it's easy back then. You know, oh, like, of course, man. Yo, remember, you, you said to find somebody with films. Like, the Sepultura video back then was like 100,000, <laughs> 150,000. Exactly, easy. Like, so, you know, not that we wanted it, but we had done an album and then some bands were getting it. And we were like, okay, we did demonstrating myself. We were like, okay, yo, bands are starting to do this. Yo, all right, what's our next step? I go, yo, we need a video at least. And then they were like, yo, you know, Typos all got all our loot right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, all right, you know, we can obviously. Yeah, you guys uh, were basically funding Typo. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's we're, how the labels we were. were funding the toilet paper yeah. at Roadrun. <laughs> we like, uh, but they were always like, I never forget this. They were like, yo, we were like, yo, man, you know, we would like to bounce, you know, if we can't, you know. They were like, what do you want? Like, what do you guys want? We kind of told them. They were like, yo, that's going to be hard because money's going into whatever record, you know, right. Typo, whatever it was. And they were, and they were like, yeah. we were like, yeah, we were like, yeah, we want to bounce kind of shit. They were like, I never forget. They were like, really? You know, and that's kind of felt good. Right. They were like, because you, you know, kind of, yeah, it wasn't you... like, like, okay, bet bounce. They yeah. always had love for us in a way, yeah. you know. Well, and especially and, too for a career like you guys, where Europe is such, especially back then, Europe being such oh, a you're, you're, market. You're, you're, Roadrunner you're had. Kings of Europe. Oh, yeah. he was, you know what? I'm glad that he was there. That that was the first time, like, one. That I not just that I was experiencing it, but it was he got to see it also at like one of the at probably the biggest height in Europe. Yeah, that's like, insane. Like at, at that moment, you don't understand. Like there was moments then we would do signings where we would have to get rushed Yo, out. Do you remember like, that? Like, Rushed out. Do you, you remember that? Like security, like they're ripping your stuff off, and it's like Yo, that's just it was so not even that everybody was a Madball fan, but it was new. Like a band, and the live music was very hyping. Yo, and it it's was... crazy watching those. Like, there's a ton of YouTube videos of you guys playing like Dynamo and shit in front of the dude. Man, it's like yo. insane, man. Yeah, yo, yeah you know what's even crazy over the years? Um, since we, me and Hoya, like, like we're, we're talking about we're best friends. So we're kids in high school. <laughs> then all of a sudden, then we become fucking musicians, and then we're on tour. And the only time we see each other is. Well, our tour. So we'll yeah. bump into each other on tour, and it'll be the craziest shit ever. Like, yeah. backstage, and people look at us like, the, the kids of Europe don't we're just friends through music. No, we're friends before we got to yeah. Like, oh, yeah, before we had bands. You know what I mean? Kind of thing, since we were kids. Little kids, you know what I mean? It's long time now, anything, you know. Well, and, and, uh, we, uh, I remember the first time Hawaiian took me out. He always brings us up. He took Crown Thorns on tour, Madball to Crown Thorns in 1995, right? Yeah. And we, we, our third tour, like, and we, it was, we, in the, in the, in the, in the, we had the bus. It was us versus the old people. The old man. We, 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 we were going at stick hard. We, 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 we,
Or you could go on Johnny Cash and Cash and we're blasting like Rock Him. And <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Stigma, we get so bad. Yo, he so he up. went in the back in the back in the bus in a high. But he you get on the on the microphone. You like, remember? Stay high from me, old man. Die <laughs> on the mic. <laughs> I forgot about that. You can't hide, old man. And not for nothing. That tour, not for nothing. That shit felt like we were on tour for a year. It felt two like, months. It was two months. Yeah, I know. Like Dejan hit me up and he was like, he would remind me of shit. And I'm like, literally, it was Yo, forever. How about I mean, you pissing on the centipede? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm uh, all right, so now let's. I want to plug. So, so Hoya's got a new project called True You. What so, the fuck? Uh, is so, Isaac, so, so Hoya, before we had you on, we our yeah. first guest of the night was DJ Stress, Stress, Stress the White Boy, so friend, friend of all of ours. And I wasn't. I was gonna wait to introduce that you work on the project with E and blah blah blah. But Stress had brought it up, so E yeah, wants to bring it up. So what I'm gonna the fuck is this? go ahead, E, take hey, over. Why, why don't you ever ask me? Singer, <laughs> yeah, no, because first of all, so, so basically. So it's uh, called True a, Union first before I forget to plug it. Go ahead. So I have it's not a hardcore band. What but is it's it? like it's like some it's basically and you can hear that it, you know they have some um, um hardcore people who's singing? But it's it's you got to hear it's hard to describe it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, who's a, who's the singer? Who's the singer? Well, it's a mix because I got a couple of tracks and I got I got another kid who's who's on a couple of tracks. Nobody knows him. He's not in a band, you know, in any bands or nothing like that. You're up He's to some bands. He's in another band, but not a hardcore band. Right, okay. All right, you're up and, to something. I know and, something. And then I got my, my rhythm section. I, you know, a killer gotta have a killer. So I, I won't say who that <laughs> oh, is. Shit. Either. But um oh. so basically it's like um it's like ACDC Black Sabbath with James Brown's drums. Oh, fuck. That's kind of, that's a All really. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll find out. You know, <laughs> he goes, I'll find out. Um, basically, I had a lot of music for the last couple of years. It, it wasn't Madball shit, but it was, it was, a, I basically was working on a lot. Of, a lot of stuff was coming yeah. out and I, and I was building it. And I always said, man, this is, you know, I, you know, I worked on with other people to, Make music for other groups and stuff. Yeah. Well, Hoya, yeah, I mean, I remember and going early, watching early Madball shows, and you would talk about, yo, my hip hop record's coming out soon. So, I mean, yeah. you've always talked about that. And, and he, on, he's uh, saying on the shop blockers. Yeah. Yep. And, and everybody who, um, people who follow <laughs> you on Instagram know that you're always working on riffs, man, which is so fucking cool. Like, you are consistently yeah. riff, riff hunter, the riff yeah. hunter. Yeah, and then um, um, I had all these songs, and I was like, yo, you know, I'm giving this shit, and I'm not giving it away, but trying to shop it and stuff, and I was like, yo, some of that shit, if it don't get used, I felt like, yo, that shit's a waste. Yeah. And yeah. what I was talking about before, like, about him being in all the bands, a lot of bands, and me not, yeah. and then I was like, I started thinking, I was like, I was like, somebody was like, yo, just put the band together, and I was kind of like, yo, I can't do that, and, I, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, Telling myself I can't do that. And I'm like, wait a minute, why can't yeah, I? Why yeah, not? you know, why yeah, not? Well, you know, but I, I just this band has been the only thing that you know we survive off of. Right. I've only worried about how we keep this animal alive, you know, to make it work. Yep. It's you know, it's our baby too, you know. But um, the songs are too dope to let it go, and I started building them, building them, and then I got on a track, my own, you know, I jumped on a track, rhyming. Wait wait wait, 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 wait. But it ain't a hip hop uh, rock thing. There's one, I got a track where I kind of rhyme on it, but it's not that kind of band. You know, it got, yeah, a, it's I, got an electric, I got an electric song. Awesome. When, when I, are we going to be, when, when do you think we're going to be able to hear music? 
Well, basically, so long story short, I got about, well, finished tracks. I got about five to seven, and I got about 20. Oh, sick. I got an album. Yeah, here's all he does. He all he does is music. And um, basically, the idea was this. This was the plan, man. I was supposed to, at the Black and Blue, I was going to go right after the Black and Blue, and I'm recording my first three singles. Oh, so sick. First, I'm dropping three singles, three videos, all right off jump. Oh, that's are sick. You, yeah. Are you putting who are you putting out by yourself? By yourself, just that's no the best way to do it. Yeah, and and just to let it simmer and then see what's up. But anyway, I was supposed to go right after the black and blue, go to stresses, and yeah. we were going to record these three tracks because again, I'm it's all financed by me. Yeah, basically means you know I got to make it all in house. So and we have enough people and guys that. Know what they're doing, and and you know this is what yeah, we it do. Is. That's, 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 that's what you know. That's dope. Exactly, and um, but it's something really, really dope. I think because um, it's our element. You know what I mean? But it's like cool. this: after the hardcore show, you know, we want to go to have drinks or go yeah. somewhere. You need chill, something else where, to listen. Where yeah, where maybe our girl wants to wear a dress and not yeah. get hot. <laughs> but somewhere where she won't feel out of place. Right. Yeah. Having, Please. Yeah. That's going to be the true union show. Yo, that's, yeah. all, that's oh, awesome, man. Yeah. I, I, that's excited. what it is. It's like, like I said, I, I'd say it's the, the the cool uncle that just got out of jail. I'm excited, man, as a, as a fan, as a fan of yours, dude, to, to see, because again, like you were saying, how much different uh, Madball was when, when you came in. So it, I, I'm excited as a music fan to see what your solo shit is because, again, I see you. I, you know, the know what, I and the riffs, man, are, are sick. I'm Yo, so hold on. For the, for the solo shit, just grow the mustache back. Yeah, look, I just shaved it. I had a beard and everything. That shit got too itchy. But, Yo, uh, grow the mustache I, back, bro. But, uh, um, yeah, not just working on that, man. I'm really psyched on that shit. I'm writing a Madball record. I was too, just man. gonna, I was just going to ask before we let you go if there was any, any yeah. Madball news you could share with every with everybody. Yeah, we're writing a fucking tenth album. That's fucking awesome. Man. I, I, I want to do congratulations a song. on that way. I know. Awesome. You tell you tell you tell you I, 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 I know, tell him you gotta tell him what's up, bro. Tell him shit. Put him. I know. Put him on a two of my songs. Three. Tell him exactly. Let him know. Let him know. He doesn't want me. I know he doesn't want me. Step on. Let him know, yo. I'll let him know. I got. Yo, listen. We're gonna start a whole. Bring it now. I'm gonna bring it hard. That song. Give me the hard. Song every day of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I want to well, kill that song. Lucky, he's I read. Yeah, hell yeah. Let him know. You might be scared. Don't tell him that now. Now you're gonna put you on the track. Tell him. Um, yeah, we're doing that, man. Again, crazy, pretty crazy. Like ten records in. You know, yeah, like that, that's crazy. Did you guys have any big? You guys had some summer plans and shit too. Obviously, that got uh, fucked up with all this shit, right? Literally. Did this thing happen? The lockdown happened on a on a Wednesday night. Thursday, we were supposed to fly out. That it happened. Yes. Lockdown Wednesday yep. that Thursday. I was yes, for, I remember. For uh, we had a, a, a good tour with yeah. us and Knock Roos in Europe. Yep, and ca some Canadian dates, and we had a bunch of shit, man. And it like everybody. You know, so yeah, there. everybody who's listening, man, if you're a Madball fan, definitely go out and pick up the copy of the of Hold It Down. I'm gonna put, you'll see a link in, in, also, uh, in this right now. Also, that, that's... go to Hoy, Hoy, Hoy's Instagram, and Hoya sells as merchandise. He, yeah. he sells yeah, t-shirts, hats. Go, go. He ships all over the world. Buy his shit. Yeah, really. Buy that's what I always tell man. everybody. I tell everybody. If you ain't buying my shit, buy anybody's shit, but especially hardcore bands. Right. Yeah. Metallica's dope, but they got enough money. 
Yes. Hoya, talk a little bit about Casa de Rock because that, that's your thing. And I, I could tell a little bit about that because I think, again, that's one of these cool things where it's it's inspiring to see somebody like you who's been doing it for so long, who, who like you said, you could just go and be like, ah, let me do it this way or whatever. And to see you keep doing it, man, it's cool. It's like, tell us a little bit about, about your brand. Each one himself. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. One of those things like, you know, the more we do shit, the more that, you know, when we start out, we get all our bands. When we first start out, we get a lot of help. From people, you know what I mean? Because it's everything. You're a new band, and this, this, and that, and then that starts fizzling out, and then you start realizing you had to depend on a lot of people. Yeah. Start learning about recording your own shit, you know, or looking for your own art and not little yeah. matching that. You know, you gotta right. start being a little bit more proactive with shit. And I just start, you know, um, working on shit myself. You know what I mean? Like, and Casa de Rock kind of spun out of like, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, basically, again, another avenue to try to promote. My band, my avenue, and you know, again, you know, this 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 band, um, uh, you know, as 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 I love as much as I love hardcore and whatever, there's no, we don't get a royalty check. Yep. Yeah, I think a lot of people you don't. Know, I'm not a retainer. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't band. understand that because they see how you know they see again, like I mean, we were saying like all oh, these videos and Dynamo and shit. It's like yeah, all that shit's cool and stuff, but at the end of the day, dude, a lot of us are still no, working I'm, regular I'm, jobs it, and doing right. shit. So. So the best thing I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say is again go and check out you know buy this especially buy the vinyl from these guys because that's the vinyl is a great way for to support the band directly and you get something cool buy shit. I have to go check shit. check out the old check out the videos. Uh, I, I just I saw uh, the, the the fucking video uh, the the, the, the Martin stomping fuck over like eleven million nigga. Yeah, yeah yeah I don't know how many but I mean yeah uh, no God, I, I was so fucking I was like what I was like yo uh, that's been that's great. I don't know how many but I know it's been. It made, it made, you know, a million in general. I was just like, yeah, that's good that's, that at least... Know, listen, a million, a million is wild, yeah. Million. The way I look at it is, even if that's half the amount of people watching it twice, that was at least 500,000 people yeah, man. for a couple of minutes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, no, but say, but Hoy, wait, before. Hoy, do you do, like, band t-shirts if they actually do order? No, like, this is a thing. We didn't, but we're going to... I'm trying to, like... What I was trying to do was this. My my in a perfect world was I wanted to start doing shirts. Yeah. For yeah. But but I realized it's hard to do keep up because I was doing everything myself. Right. Yeah. You know, like that. Yeah. But customer now, service and shit, all that shit. But now I want to start that kind of like how people are doing a collab thing, but I kind of want to do uh, in-house exclusive more That's than cool. a couple. All right. Like, let's, keep let's one go, on the wall. Like, 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 so you like, got like, you like, two will have to get... Like, like, let's say, yeah, exactly. Like, if I did an EZEC shirt, right? It'll be yeah. one shirt that would be in the in the, in the, wet, in the store. Yeah, super limited, yeah. only available. Only there. there. Yeah. Only yeah. if it ain't limited, just on the wall, it's only there, you get it. Yeah. You know, one spot, that's you know, uh, whatever. Because... That's what I wanted to do with like, you know, uh, you know, who we got friends like that. Besides, you know, a collab always helps, but I wanted always. to do a, a collab kind of on an, uh, you know, the little bit of a twist, just kind of like almost um you squat in my house. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like you stay in you're gonna live in my house, put yes. that up and then you know, it's like a pop-up. You pop yeah, up pop my pop-up. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Like a digital like a digital pop-up. People love that pop-up and a pop-up. Yep. That's you know, dope, man. Well, yo, pop it. Just don't finger pop me. Yo, Hoya, dude, I, I, Hoya, thank you. Hoya, thank you so much for coming by tonight to hang with us on the Corona Chronicles, man. Yo, you made us laugh so hard, dude. It was like, I, uh, when, yo, when you come into the city, hopefully soon, you know that we usually record in studio, so you're going to have to come, hopefully get Freddie in. We'll talk. Yeah. Way, 
He'll do it, of course. When next time we're in there, we're going to set it up. We're no, going to do it last I don't time. Want, they got to be separated. Yeah, but listen, last time we we're going to do it, and then he dissed me for somebody. Dude, yeah, I, I didn't even hear from him, I don't think, what? either. Hey, yeah, 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 he wanted to interview Rad Bones or somebody. No, he goes, oh! <laughs> he goes, well, <laughs> No, but, um, um, no, definitely, whenever, you know what's up. Yeah. Hoya, where can everybody find you online? So one more time, plug all the sites, uh, go yeah, all the Instagrams. Uh, Hoya Rock 357 Instagram, CasaTheRock.com. Get everything. If it ain't a mad ball shit, any Casa the Rock shit, any Ezek shit, any Jay Reason shit, <laughs> whatever. Make sure it's a hardcore band, then work your way out. Awesome, man. Well, yo. Definitely. Hoya, thank you so much for love stopping you, and hanging love out with us tonight, man. We, I love you so much, dude. Stay safe out there. Take care of everybody. For everybody love else, you, for everybody else, yo, stay subscribed. Corona Jackson Heights. Yeah, thank you for tuning in tonight. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, man. That shit has been growing, so thank you so much. Join the newsletter, all the good stuff. Yo, that's it for signing off, dude. Episode number five is a wrap. Boy, yeah, that's right. Subscribe. Hit that like button, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, hit that like. All right, man. Signing off. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob Podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.